Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Students in their thousands are staging protests on campuses and on the streets across the country. What started with demands for justice and accountability for the death of Masa Amini has quickly morphed into more daring, widespread calls for regime change, for bringing down the repressive Islamic Republic. Anger that has been building for years captured in video like this one. Protesters in Tehran tearing down and destroying the Islamic Republic street sign. You know, I just uh, keep going back in my mind to the fruit vendor in Tunisia that set off the great Arab Spring and so many regimes that nobody thought could ever fall fell with those protests. Uh, Is now the time for Iran or are they about to crack down as this report suggests? A snapshot of a night of horror at one of Iran's most prestigious universities. Chaos, panic and fear as students, some of Iran's best and brightest, ran through the Sharif University car park in Tehran, chased by security forces on foot and on motorbikes. Those who couldn't escape the violent crackdown, hooded and taken away. Yeah, some of the best and brightest young people in the entire country caught hoods put over their heads, they're put in a truck and they'll never be seen again. Yeah, and or they'll endure terrible, terrible, you know, beatings, tortures, whatever, until they're cowed into submission. And then, as you've mentioned before, in a lot of cases, they just take pictures of everybody at the protests. And then you're asleep one night, and there's uh, the knock on the door, and off you go. So they don't need to crack down in the streets. They're good at being totalitarians. 
That is rough. Yeah, it is. Sickening. Speaking of totalitarians, that's what uh, Putin is. Elon Musk is out with a Ukraine-Russia peace deal that he tweeted out. Are you following this? Saw that on the Twitter machine. Yeah, it's become quite a battle between him and, uh, among others, Gary Kasparov, the former chess champion who's now a super freedom Russian activist. I like his Twitter feed. Um, But Elon Musk tweeted out, Ukraine-Russia peace. Redo the elections of annexed regions under U.N. supervision. Russia leaves if that is the will of the people. What do you think of that idea? I think it'd be pretty hard to pull off. You'd almost have to establish like a no-fly zone and everything. To, I mean, because there's a war going on. But if you could pull off legitimate elections and say, okay, you vote to go, or you vote to be part of Russia, then Russia gets to keep you. You vote to be part of Ukraine, you're part of your Ukraine. That's the deal we're going to make. Um, uh, just out of curiosity, are you willing to do that in... Uh some of the border counties in the United States. Actually, anybody with any sense would say, no, no, I don't want to be part of Mexico. I got out of there. <laughs> right. But, I mean, there are ethnic minorities all over the place, and I don't know. don't know if you want to go down that road. The other provision from Elon Musk, the world's richest man, Crimea, Crimea formerly part of Russia, as it has been since 1783. Uh, so he, he says Russia gets to keep Crimea. Water supply to Crimea assured. Ukraine remains neutral. Does not join NATO. So that that's his end the war proposal. It's kind of interesting. We live in a world where a guy with a fair amount of heft in terms of uh, uh, getting public attention, world's richest man, Tesla, blah, 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 kind of, it would seem like kind of half-ass throws out a peace plan. Yeah. That then gets talked about. Gary Kasparov. Uh, Russian patriot tweets, this is moral idiocy, repetition of Kremlin propaganda, a betrayal of Ukrainian courage and sacrifice, and puts a few minutes browsing Crimea on Wikipedia over the current horrific reality of Putin's bloody war. To which Elon... So that's a no. To which Elon Musk responds, we gave Starlinks to Ukraine, that's to get their internet up and going, we gave mm-hmm. Starlinks to Ukraine and lost $80 million in doing so, while putting SpaceX and myself at serious risk of Russian cyber attack. What have you done besides tweet? Well, so there. I thought that was a little over the top from Elon Musk. Yeah, well, he's known for being, uh, following his instincts. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, I have a number of problems with the so-called peace plan, but... Uh... I haven't heard any real alternates trotted out either, other than Russia gets the hell out of Ukraine. But nobody ever addresses, addresses specifically, how about the areas that the little green men have been in since 2014? What about Crimea? So when they had their vote for independence back in the uh, early 90s, Ian Bremmer tweeted out the results from those votes in all the different areas. And uh, everyone... Pretty overwhelmingly, like 70, 80, 90 percent voted to stay to be uh, for Ukraine to be an independent country as opposed Mm. to be part of Russia, except for Crimea, which was almost 50 50. It was very, very close. Hmm. And I don't know where they are currently in Crimea, whether they want to be part of Russia or not. But that's not the way things really work with borders, though. You don't have a regular vote. Uh, now and then, and then all of a sudden you get to be part of another country. (laughs) Hey, New Mexico's regular Mexico now for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the way it works. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, it's not like Putin has no argument about Ukraine was an administrative district of the Soviet Union. 
it was not intended to be like a separate part. And when the Soviet Union collapsed, the idea that, okay, now we're no longer part of the same country, no, 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 that's not true. Um, Again, I'm not saying that's a good argument, but it is an argument. The problem is, if you think that that was somehow decided unjustifiably or, or, you know, unjustly, you don't kill 100,000 civilians and and wreck all the cities to get it back. This is you can't have that in the modern world. So, yeah, what a peace plan looks like, I don't even know. What's that town that's getting so much attention, Lyman? Uh Limon, Limon, Limon yeah, uh yeah. that the Ukrainians just took back. Jeez, do you see any of the reports from that town? Holy crap. I don't know what in what sense is it still even a town? There's nobody there. The buildings are rubble. There's no water. There's no electricity. No, and there's hardly anybody there at all. Mm-hmm. There's a few old people scrounging for food. It's where a couple of major train tracks cross is why it's so important. But it's just gruesome. I was, I was watching news coverage yesterday. I'm fascinated by this story, as I'm sure you can tell by listening. But it's 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 the battles, it's the wars that I've been reading about as a history nut my whole life. But getting to watch live video of it happening. That's what's so unique about it. Reading about Napoleon having to pull out of Russia is one thing. Getting to watch video of it happening, the bodies laying there still warm, or interviews with the soldiers who left, or the the new Ukrainian soldiers who have just come in. It's just it's amazing to watch this play out right right before your eyes. You know, it's funny, just as you were speaking, I got a news alert on my phone from the BBC, a quote from a Ukrainian general saying, Victory can look desolate. Yeah. Talking about Limon. It's, right. It's just, it's rubble. Right. Yeah. So the, um, the video that I tweeted out of the soldiers dancing in Monty Python fashion into town as they drove the Russians out, and I'm sure they were very, very happy at that moment. It, it'd be difficult to be happy, happy. I mean, as you walk into town, think, wow. This is, oh, yeah. Uh, well, they were probably relieved for one thing. They wouldn't have to fight for their lives to take yeah, the town. Yeah. So they might live to see tomorrow. So you, that's part of it. Yeah, it's just, it's just, well, war has always been this way. That's why war is hell. It's just, it's such an awful waste of, of, of so many things, including lives. Just awful, awful, awful. Let's run that uh, Jen Griffin clip. Uh, clip number 60, Michael. A Ukrainian tank fires toward Russian positions in the Donbass as Ukrainian soldiers raise the flag over Liman, the strategic logistics hub where Russian forces retreated in humiliation just hours after Vladimir Putin's speech annexing four parts of Ukraine. Liman, the Liman is fully clear. I thank our military, our warriors. An embedded Russian military reporter described the empty eyes of the fleeing Russian soldiers who he said were not resupplied and plagued by desertion. And remember, that's the first wave of Russian soldiers, not the poor conscripts who are being sent to the lines with no training and poor weapons and their own sleeping bags. Right. Are they going to fight at all? You are going to see rates of desertion unseen in the history of warfare. And then, as we always get to this question, what does Putin do? Right. Nobody seems to think he's going to at any point say, well, 
I guess that didn't work. Thought it was going to work. You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. What are you going to do? It seems like at the best point now that I admit defeat and we all, you know, wake up tomorrow and start a new day. And nobody seems to think he's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what are his options? Got to give him an off-ramp, like I've been saying. Which would be? Give him something so he can inflate it and claim victory. What that something is, it's got to be up to the Ukrainian people. I don't get to choose. Otherwise, it seems like his options are kill himself or use nukes. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, keeping an eye on that story, among other things. We yeah. Have- hey, we boy, great reaction to our, our montage of Democrats claiming the election was stolen from us over and over and over again. We've got a little more of that for you. Yeah. Both sides need to cut it out. Yeah, that's something. It's going to be way worse in 24, I think. Um, stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Chipotle is set next month to begin testing its new kitchen robot named Chippy. And to give you the authentic Chipotle experience, the robot will be high as hell. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say again? (laughs) I'm not I'm not good at spotting high people because I didn't uh, live that lifestyle. But I was with uh, somebody who. Uh, who is good at spotting high people at a restaurant the other day and said, our waiter is so high. I I would have never caught on. I just thought they were dopey, but yeah. So is that a thing? Waiters being high? Oh, gosh, I guess. I don't know. I'd never really contemplated it. Um, it does make you forgetful. (laughs) Um, by the way, got a whole bunch of texts of people who've had the similar experience of me where, you're you're not feeling good in some way, particularly like super tired, and so you go and get blood work done, you know. And obviously, you're hoping you not to find out you have a brain tumor, but you'd like you to find out there's some reason you're so tired all the time. And it turns out you're fine. And uh, a number of people texting same same experience as me. Like this is just the way I am, man. This yeah. is just this is just me. What? Or you need to get more sleep. Yeah. Or not eat crap. That might be part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So anytime you turn to election coverage, midterm election coverage, uh, anywhere in the mainstream media, you'll hear references to, uh, you know, whether it's Kerry Lake in uh, Arizona or or Dr. Oz or J.T. Vance or whatever, election deniers, Republican election deniers. Can you believe these people are running? Well, number one, Democrats are donating millions and millions of dollars to these people because they think they're beatable. They think they're, you know. Uh, not mainstream candidates, so their outrage isn't that sincere. But secondly, and this is a minute or so of a nine-minute-long video. We played just some of it earlier. These are Democrats talking about stolen elections. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice presidential candidate? 
Folks, look. I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election, and he was put into office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. Yeah, I like that voting stuff at the end to remind people because this doesn't come up in the news often enough. Uh, there, are, there are plenty of politicians that were willing to not vote for slates of electors in, right. in some of our previous elections on, on the Democrat side. Yeah, yeah. You know, you keep pushing it, we're going to end up with a disaster. I Absolutely. mean, it's going to make January 6th look like a, uh, you know, just an unfortunate incident. But they're willing to play with fire. Yeah, and I don't know how many of those people actually believed that when they were saying it. They just thought that, you know, we could we can play this little rhetorical game and get people whipped up because everything will be, our foundation is so solid, we can do it. And then it goes further with Trump on the right. And then what happens in 2024, if the Democrats lose a close presidential election, I think it's going to look like the summer of George Floyd in terms of the populace, and then what will be going on in terms of the politics, I have no idea. Will, 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 will there be a lot of Democrats who are unwilling to certify an election? I think and so. If- and if so, is it going to look like Chicago in 1968? I mean, there are some places there are going to be demonstrations where the local uh, leadership is just not going to put up with violence and looting and burning and the rest of it, and you're going to see heads cracked, or worse. Yeah. yeah. We can't play this game, people. We can't be playing this game. Well, we are playing this game and have been for many years, as you just heard. So this story doesn't deserve more than a moment's discussion, but uh, there was a scene the other day where Joe Biden... Was con- was thanking some of the rescuers in Florida for the truly heroic work they're doing, including this one guy who is a rescue swimmer. He dives into swirling waters and saves people's lives. And the president personally thanked him over the phone for rescuing people. Tell him how proud I am of him. Thanked him for all the work he and his folks done. All right, here's the punchline. This guy's getting drummed out of the Coast Guard in 30 days because he refuses to get the COVID-19 vaccine. At this point? At this point, yes. And as he said, I think if you asked all of the people I saved yesterday if they wanted to come with me, even though I'm unvaccinated, I think every single one of them would have said yes. Still drumming people out for refusing to get the vid shot. Even though you can still transmit it, and if you're young and strong, it's not going to hurt you probably anyway. Wow, that's something. Oh, you know, I have a story about vaccine uh, rejection and then acceptance in Marin County that is unintentionally hilarious. Marin County, California. Maybe we'll get to that. The president declared the pandemic over on 60 Minutes. You remember that? And they're still kicking people out of the military? That's interesting. If you missed an hour of this show, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Kanye West wore a White Lives Matter shirt to his Yeezy fashion show, which is getting a fair amount of attention. Okay. He's, uh, I don't know if he's just trying to get attention or who knows. He's a crazy person, kind of by definition. Yeah, he's probably got some point he's trying to make in his crazy head. Uh, you haven't heard this story, probably. You should have, because the first chapter of the story got a tremendous amount of attention. The second chapter of the story, or the closing chapter of the story, got no attention. So you remember when Joe Biden said this about the new Georgia elector elect, election laws? These new Jim Crow laws are just antithetical to who we are. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. So what happened all across the country was, during the pandemic, a whole bunch of different places changed their voting laws to accommodate the pandemic. 
It was going to be hard for people to get out of their homes, so they either lengthened the amount of time of the vote or made it easier to vote by mail or a whole bunch of different things. Changed the polling hours. Spread out the election over weeks for some reason that never made sense to me. But then when the pandemic was over, they went back to the old laws. But so if you had changed voting where you were from, you know, I'll just throw out some random examples. It used to be 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Then when the pandemic hit, you changed it to 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. for some reason. Then when the pandemic was over, you changed it back to 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. People like Joe Biden would come along and claim that you were trying to disenfranchise black people. Or that it was a, a, a voter suppression. Or in, in the particular case of what Georgia did, that it was Jim Crow on steroids. Made Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle, which was one of the dumbest lines in the history of politics. This well, makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Well, and the idea that it was Jim Crow on steroids is, number one, utterly dishonest and minimizes the horrors of the Jim Crow era. It is utterly inexcusable. It's one of the worst things any president has ever said. It's so awful on so many levels, one being what you just said there, but then to bring it to modern times, are you trying to tell black people that, that Georgia is now trying to make it harder for you to vote? They're so racist in Georgia that they're trying to keep black people from voting. And it's even worse than the Jim Crow laws. It's even worse than the days when they would beat you or kill you for trying to vote. It's even worse than that. That's what the freaking sitting president of the United States said. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. By the way, and the then little... moron league baseball changed the all-star game. They yanked it out of black majority Atlanta and gave it to Lily White Denver, which has voting rules, some of which are more strict than George's. It was a parade of dishonesty, idiocy, and minimizing the Jim Crow era. It was just astounding. Yeah, the Georgia laws being uh, no different, really, than what New York or Delaware have and uh, and the fact that the media didn't point that out more when Major League Baseball pulled the All-Star game that, hey, these, these laws really aren't that restrictive. They're not much different than a bunch of other states, more or less just going back to what they had before. Nobody seemed to be bothered by that. Um, so let, let's bring it up to the uh, closing chapter of this story that you haven't heard. Jonathan Turley, one of the few people talking about this, pointing out that, hey, everybody, waving my arm over here, just like you to know that a federal judge named Steve Jones, who was an Obama appointee, announced last week that the Georgia laws are perfectly constitutional. They're just fine. Nobody reported this anywhere. So the supposed Jim Crow laws, which were not okay, they're not actual Jim Crow laws would not be okay under current law. Oh, Lord, no. Not even close. But this law is constitutional, according to an Obama-appointed judge. So nobody reported on that. So turns out, I guess, the president was just overstating things uh, in a horrific way for political reasons and not grounded in law at all. But I guess you're not interested in the follow-up to that. Uh, Jonathan Turley's article is, Jim Eagle has landed with a thud. It was not enough to call Jim Crow on steroids and sick, as President Biden did, wanting the public to know that the law was flagrantly unconstitutional. But it was just upheld by a federal judge, an Obama appointee, and nobody seems to care. And um, Major League Baseball also also silent on this, even though they pulled the All-Star game out of Georgia because of this unconstitutional law. They've got nothing to say now that a federal judge appointed by Barack Obama 
uh, said, no, that's perfectly constitutional what they're doing. That's okay. Oh, by the way, Stacey Abrams has had nothing to say about it. Joe Biden has had nothing to say about it. And all of the mainstream media has had nothing to say about it. Wow, which answers the question, were they being sincere at the time or were they being intentionally, wildly, irresponsibly hyperbolic? If they were sincere, they would be sincerely decrying this ruling. But they're not. By the way, they never were. That level of outrage can be fake in modern politics. Learn the lesson. And by the way, the Georgia voter suppression law turned out to be a voter enhancement law. According to the Secretary of State's office, 1.9 million eligible voters participated in the 22 primary contest compared to 1.2 million in 2018. So about a 50% increase in voters with this new Voter suppression law. Moreover, the state has argued that African-American turnout was 22% higher than any other primary election except for 2020. So. Because the, of all the su- Jim Crow suppression. Yeah. The law yeah. was constitutional and, it, and voter turnout actually increased with the, with the new law. So it worked out fine. Uh, it, I, I don't know what you do with this. It's, it's highly troubling. I'm surprised there aren't more smart patriots who are pointing out, hey, both sides are playing a really dangerous game here by making all these outlandish claims about various things, but nobody's doing that. It's all one-sided. The other side's doing it. The other side's doing it. The other side's doing it. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, this is like serious stuff. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, who ran on back to normalcy, going to go back to the old normal days, No more crazy rhetoric. And he engaged in some, maybe the craziest rhetoric a president has ever said. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. You know, that was just idiotic. It's really the Jim Crow on steroids reference that I'd like to hear, Michael. But, (laughs) you know, I just uh, I read a quote from Al Smith, who was a uh, politician 20th century. He said something very simple but interesting. It's not the voting that's democracy. It's the counting. And if we lose faith in our elections because, A, the voting rules are so loose and lax, it's easy to fake up ballots or you fill them in for people and collect them and turn them in for people, the whole vote harvesting thing. Or if both sides deny the validity of an election every single time, we are going to lose our representative government or we're just going to endure a period of, I don't know, couple of years, couple of decades of uh, being on the edge of falling apart. But nobody cares. Nobody in power cares. The politicians don't care, apparently. I think there are some who do. Um, a lot of them who care have gotten out, like your, your Trey Gowdy and, and uh, Harold Ford, who's a Democrat. Um, they got out because they said it's too toxic. It's too ugly. It's too dishonest. Um, but we're playing with fire. It's a cliche, but it's, it's an accurate one. Um, Elon Musk is moving forward with his bid to buy Twitter. So that might actually happen, which the one of the main things that would come out of that is Trump would be back on Twitter. So look forward to that. Mm. All right. So uh, here's a take I didn't expect to come across. You remember Manti Teo and is uh, getting catfished by that... Uh, Fella, now a woman in Hawaii, I guess. Hmm, I didn't know that. 
Here's a headline for you. How Manti Teo's fake girlfriend helps explain transgenderism. And I thought, wait, what? But it's pretty persuasive. Okay. It's intriguing anyway. It's a thought piece. And that's next? That's next. Well, I was going to put in a little Loretta Lynn CD, but I guess I will stay tuned. She'll still be dead in an hour. So listen to this segment and then do it. Oh, boy. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I read that due to inflation, single Americans are going on fewer dates. You know it's bad when your date says, this could have been a Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. You know, this date really could have been a Zoom and it would have been funny. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Not a good sign. You know, that's funny. I think this somehow related to the story that somehow related to the story we're actually going to do. Um, It's a story from, uh, gosh, where is this? It doesn't really matter. 
Uh, a recent uh, poll, more than half of California young adults experience mental health challenges. Blah, blah, blah. More than half reported depression. 31% experience suicidal thinking. 16% self-harm. And more than three-quarters of young adults in California reported uh, anxiety in the last year. Like serious anxiety problems. Not, I'm a little nervous about this job interview. Like anxiety. What the hell is going on? And we were talking about this a little bit before and theorized it might have something to do with the gulf between your presented reality, especially online, and your real reality. And or pretending like some, everything's sunshiny and happy all the time when it's not. Jack was talking about how country music now is all about partying and good times, whereas it used to be all about, you know, my wife left me, my dog died, and my, my truck doesn't run or whatever. My job sucks, and right. I'm broke. Right. So I thought that was interesting. It kind of related to this. That the headline is how Manti Teo's fake girlfriend helped explain transgenderism. And I thought, wait, what? Really? I know the guy who was catfishing him is now transgender, allegedly. Um, but this author writes, the connection clicked as I watched the burly Samoan former high school football star, now dressed as a woman with fake nails and eyelashes, talk about how he, now she, started using the tools of the Internet to create fake online personas who de- who developed and maintained entirely digital relationships. Speaking of uh, Letty Kakuo, whom he'd created by pulling images of other women off, the f- off Facebook, this guy described the fake person as an expression of himself. It was a lot of how I really am. It was me with a different name tag, a different photo. But as far as everything else, it was 100% me. Only in a digital world like ours, where we increasingly live and interact in virtual spaces, can we make claims like this, that an online avatar constructed from images of a different person's body, yet with no relationship to our own embodied reality, can be 100% me, in quotes. It's unsurprising that this guy's transgender journey began with identity exploration online. Most young adults today have grown up in a world where they're known mostly by how they present themselves online. They take for granted that a certain distance between their real self and their online self is normal. In some ways, the many possibilities of a digital self have become more compelling than the boring old embodied self with all its limitations. Our digitally constructed selves, after all, are the ones that can accumulate vast global followings, rack up likes, and be cropped, airbrushed, or otherwise manipulated to hide flaws and blemishes. For adolescents, especially struggling struggling through awkward bodily development, embracing a disembodied identity online can feel like a reprieve. So do, do people who live this life, do they expect to, if they meet a, someone in person, for them to look so completely different? They're almost unrecognizable. Like it's just just, okay. Because like I deal with this with uh, hiring babysitters, and uh, I've had a number of them send me pictures that you might as well have sent me an elephant at sunset on the Serengeti in terms of giving me an indication of what you look like. Your picture compared to this, and what's the point? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, he writes, this is further amplified by the shift of young adult social relationships away from mostly proximate and embodied, meaning next to each other physically, 
like uh, t- talking over the cafeteria lunch table, going out to the movies together, to mostly distant and disembodied, texting or DMing from home rather than going out. For those who have lived their entire lives in the smartphone era, it's antiquated to think of identity as something significantly determined by biology, family, geographic location, and other physical realities. It's rather something of limitless, malleable potential, as fluid, ephemeral, and remixable as an Instagram story. And here's where he brings it home. We shouldn't be surprised, then, that digital natives are so much more likely to identify as trans than older adults. If, quote, my online identity can be different from my embodied identity is an unquestioned assumption, it's no big leap to then assume my gender identity can be different from my embodied identity. Yeah, this is kind of like I was talking about the other day about um, those of us who this world came to us later in life versus people that are, this has always been their lives. This is this has been a part of their life the whole time. And if from the, when you first started getting on social media, you could, your, your, your life was malleable. My life was not malleable. No, not at all. The presentation of my life when I was young, it was what it was. Everybody knew what I was. My pictures looked like me. You know, the only interaction you had with me was, was real life. But if you, you could get a haircut, but then you'd actually changed your physical reality. Right. But if you, from the very beginning, get to present yourself in whatever way you want to, and it's not accurate, wow, yeah, I can easily see how you're, it makes way more sense for you to change your gender. Right. So one more thought, because I think it's pretty well written. The plausibility structures of Internet avatar identity are the same as those of transgenderism. In both cases, who am I is a question defined in expressive individualistic terms and on the basis of psychological feeling rather than physical fact. The self is an idea that need not be connected to or confined by bodily realities or physical realities that makes sense <clears throat> and i'm not denying that gender dysphoria or transgenderism no. exists or, no. or anything like that no. i never would but to quote the great naval hero popeye i am what i am has become i am what i think i'd like to be right now and that might change right which is why it's utterly tragic when confused adolescents are physically altered permanently, in my opinion. It's Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Michelangelo, do you have a final thought to leave us with? Yeah, you know, with the gas prices getting higher and higher, I'm thinking a Zoom dating service would be quite popular right now. Just because, you know, you you don't want to drive to the first date because you can't afford to get there. So maybe this way you can meet your love Uh, online. It's funny, I hadn't heard about that. But why isn't that almost always the first date? Just for safety reasons and all kinds of things. You know, I'm normally against virtual connection as opposed to physical connections, but at least you can figure out whether you're at all compatible. Right, and what they actually look like and all kinds of different things. And save on gas. And save on gas, which is important to Michael when (laughs) it comes to love. Apparently, yeah. Uh, Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a final thought? Yeah, the little guy who went on the field with the smoke bomb, the activist during the Monday Night Football game. I was a little disappointed they don't just keep playing the game. If you're going to get hit by Nick Bosa... You're going to be an idiot doing it. Might as well just keep going. 
I think the smoke bomb was about a bit of an issue. If you can't see your receiver, it's hard to throw the ball to them. Uh, Jack, a final thought you'd like to uh, share? So Elon Musk is back in the Twitter business. I think the but, but between him offering up his kind of half-baked peace plan for the war and him buying Twitter, I think he's about to blow up his persona uh, hmm. on the world stage. Interesting to see how that plays out. My final thought, kind of dovetailing with what we were just talking about, you could text your friend, you could call your friend, that's better. A friend of mine's been kind of ill, I went to his house yesterday, we hung out, we watched football, and we shot the bull, and it was great. So what's life's all about. Rediscover being with people. In person? I'm telling you. Wow. But you may have to burn some gas, Michael. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Which is admittedly horrifyingly expensive. So many people think so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com for the hot links, for the podcast. Get yourself some A&G swag. Drop us an email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. We must together work together to see where we are. No. That's not what I was told. So everybody chill. This is a moment when we must look at ourselves in the mirror and we must learn. Yes, to together and to work on. Eh, I don't think so. Just forget it. Not only was it authentic frontier gibberish, it expressed a courage little seen in this day and age. Pish posh. Okay. Yay. Armstrong and Getty. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.